When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to In Bloom Podcast, or welcome if you are new. My name is Abby Aslan, and I'm the host of this podcast. And this week, we're going to be talking about our daily routines and daily like non-negotiables, basically things that I do every day that are energy givers for me and are things that make me happy, bring me joy, keep me at peace. Um, in order to be a constant throughout the chaos of, you know, working or getting in a rut or a lull with life, just those little things that I will not compromise on that I, I like just absolutely have to commit myself to every day in order to maintain like my optimal energy and happiness and peace. And this episode is totally inspired by Tori D. Simone, um, her, ep- or her episode. Well, yeah, it was an episode, but her podcast manifest with more I cannot talk her podcast manifest with Tori D. Simone um I actually haven't listened to the full episode I started listening to it the other day and I didn't get to finish it um but I thought it was a great idea for an episode so I kind of wanted to talk about that and not only talk about the things that I do have in my routine but also the things I'm and not even I don't like saying routine because that just makes it sound so much more complex than it is Because when you hear the word routine, a lot of times your mind automatically goes astray and thinks to something that takes a lot of time, a lot of commitment. And like, yes, these things do take up time and it is a commitment, but it's a commitment to yourself. You know, like it's not some, you're not asking much of yourself by honoring like your non-negotiables, which are things that you've decided reflect your core values and reflect what you want out of life and reflect what you want out of each day and that's what your non-negotiables are there for are to support that foundational whatever set of core values you may have um and yeah i just thought that this would be like a cool episode to do um because i really liked the idea of it when i saw that tori did it so shout out to tori i'm not taking credit for this at all (laughs) um totally inspired by her but i thought i would add in the things that i think i would ideally like to add into my non-negotiables list but the thing is is everybody kind of has to take a look at what their non-negotiables are and kind of assess is this something that I'm doing for myself because I think it's a non-negotiable for me or is it something that I feel pressure to do because it's what a lot of people in society are doing or it's what I see a lot on social media or maybe I see it's worked really well for someone else but that doesn't necessarily mean it'll work for me so you kind of have to do a little self-assessment each time you consider adding in like a new non-negotiable um and make sure that it's like actually aligning with your core values because it's going to be hard to keep that commitment to yourself for a daily non-negotiable if deep down at your core it's not something that's reflective of what you value and how you like to spend your time you know so i just thought that that would be a cool different like little twist on the episode to share the things that i ideally would like to implement into my non-negotiables or at least try um and if i fail then i fail or i don't even want to call it failing that's not what i should say Um, If it's not for me, then it's not for me. And that's that. Like, I don't have to force myself into 
doing something as part of my morning or part of my daily life just for the sake of the way it looks to others and the way I think it'll make me look to others. Um, I would much rather be doing it for myself in the way it makes me feel. And at the end of the day, that's kind of like the line you have to draw. You have to ask yourself, am I doing this for me and for the way it makes me feel and how it makes me happy? Or am I doing this because, you know, I think that it's what I should do based on societal expectations or because of the validation I get from others if I post a picture doing it on social media or something like that, if you know what I mean. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started into the quote, goal, and gratitude for this week. Um, The quote this week is very much kind of on the same wavelength as the episode, um, a little bit, but not like entirely. Um, It's from James Clear, who I think, yeah, he wrote atomic um habits and i found his like instagram feel like my explore page and i saw this quote and i really want to read the book but i haven't yet i should read it i actually wanted to start like a new book today or maybe not start a new book i'm in the middle of reading two other books and i have like this weird thing where i feel like i have to like finish everything i read unless it's like utterly horrible like if i like am still enjoying it i'll force myself to finish it but it's like i'm not always in the mood to like one day, like today I might be in the mood to be reading a fiction book and tomorrow I might be like, oh, I don't want anything to do with this. So it's kind of hard to keep finishing through books when that's how you feel. I feel like I've been in a little bit of a rut with it. So yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyways, the quote is from James Clear and it says, goals create an either or conflict. Either you achieve your goal and are successful or you fail and you are a disappointment. You mentally box yourself into a narrow version of happiness this is misguided. It is unlikely that your actual path through life will match the exact journey you had in mind when you set out. It makes no sense to restrict your satisfaction to one scenario when there are many paths to success. And I really like that last sentence. um, It's just like a good reminder that I think we all need sometimes because we think that if we don't, you know, achieve this like certain income or we don't have this certain body or we don't have a certain wardrobe or we don't have a certain house or car or notice i'm saying like pretty much all materialistic things (laughs) at the end of the day um we think that if we don't have those societal like deemed things of success or a certain level of them that it makes us a failure if we don't achieve them but it's like that is not representative of any you know like that's not the sole representation of success and there are so many different paths to success and success means something different for everyone like everyone's um life path and their success is going to look completely different compared person to person and i have to remind myself of this a lot because you know i think when you initially set goals you sort of have in your mind a vision of how you see it's gonna go um but then it's like as you are going through the process of working through that to that goal you kind of realize things that you know maybe aren't as realistic as you once thought or maybe they just aren't for you anymore or it's something that you like initially thought that you would really want for yourself and you're realizing it's not or something like that and you think that letting go of that goal and you know taking a detour or you know taking a different path means that you failed but it doesn't mean you failed it just means that you know, you're adapting to the change that you've experienced, whether that's like a change in heart, a change in mind, um, or just changing the path. And just because you're changing that doesn't mean that you failed 
at the initial goal. Like we think if we do not stick to that initial plan, initial goal, then boom, done, we failed. Like, no, you're just changing the path and now like your sights are set elsewhere and that's totally fine. So I think it's a good reminder because a lot of times I find myself thinking about that in terms of like my like career, like long-term and I think of like, okay, like what if I end up changing my career? Like that means I completely failed and like all of this was you know, pointless and all this stuff, but that's just like not a good way to think because each thing you do in life is going to provide value in some way or another. And sometimes it'll be for a short season of life. Sometimes it'll be for a long season of life and that's okay. Um, and now for my goal for this week. So I finally have a therapy appointment booked on Monday morning and my goal is literally just to make it through that appointment. (laughs) Um, I, it's y'all know I've been like talking about it on the podcast episode if you've been listening um for a while and I just finally like kind of found someone through like the website that my like work uses to provide us with free therapy and I finally just like found someone that I felt like I would mesh with and if you've been listening you know that I did find somebody and then they booked up and I didn't really know what to do because I was really set on that person but I couldn't book with them anymore because they weren't taking any new clients so I got really discouraged and then like two weeks passed and I, I like checked again and there were a couple new people. Um, basically, like I have a very limited number of people that I can see just because it's through a specific service. Um, if I want to do it for free, which obviously I'm going to want to do it for free if I can. So um, I did find somebody and I reached out to them this past week and I have a meeting scheduled or not meeting. (laughs) I have an appointment scheduled on Monday with her and um, hopefully it goes well. It's in the morning and I was originally going to go in person, but I just figured it'd be easier to just do the first one virtually to get a feel with each other, Um, which I did still want to do it in person. But because of work, I was like, it's just going to be easier for me to like get back to work if I just do it from home. So that's what I'm going to do. But yeah, my goal is to just make it through that. Cause I know it's going to be, it's a big step. Like I took the big step of realizing I needed to go. And then I took the big step of making an appointment and now I'm taking like the next step, which is like the scariest one of all in my opinion, but I know I'm going to be so glad to have at least started it. I think I'm just really scared of it. Like not being a good fit for me and not because I'm not scared of that because I'm scared about it not working out because it's like I know somebody out there will work for me I just don't want to have to go through the process a bajillion times you know what I mean so um that's my goal and my gratitude for this week I am just so grateful for my perspective shift on like my fitness and health I could do a whole podcast episode on this probably and I probably will soon honestly but it's been revolutionary for me um just with working full-time I like my perspective of just like working out and fitness is just wildly different than what it was like a year ago and in a good way it's been the best most positive change for me I feel so good um you know I may not be like my most toned and have the most muscle and be the most strong that I've ever been but I feel like the healthiest and I feel like in terms of my overall like health and wellness like in terms of like eating and um just having like a good healthy balance and like truly listening to my body more than ever and it's just been the biggest change for me 
and it's been my saving grace like throughout busy season like being able to look forward to a workout at the end of the day or starting my day with something I crave it so much and on the days I don't do it or don't do like anything because it's like I have a lot of variety right now in my routine and I think that that's helped a lot but the days that I don't really get any like solid movement in and when I say solid movement I just mean like dedicating like at least 30 minutes to moving my body in some way or another I just feel completely off and I've just noticed the positive impact it's had on my mental health throughout this like really difficult time of the last couple months and it's just been truly so helpful for me so I'm just really so grateful for it and so grateful that I've like honored my like just body I guess and honored my mind and respected like my need for taking care of my mental health and realizing that like you know for me taking care of my mental health generally is going to have a lot to do with making sure I get movement in because the endorphins are truly just I don't know it's how I feel like after I finish a spend class and how I feel after I do like a morning like yoga or pilates or whatever session with my friend it's just like i imagine that feeling is what runner's high feels like and i've never felt that because i'm not a runner and i hate running but it's like every day i wake up and i'm like in my head i'm chasing that feeling like that's all i want to feel is how i feel after i like finish those things because the way it makes my mind feel is so much better than this my natural state of mind like if I were to just wake up and not, not do anything or go about my day and not do anything um so it's truly just really been great for me and I'm just really grateful for it so let's go ahead and get into the episode first off I want to start off by referencing this article because I was curious and I was like I wonder what like other people's non-negotiables are because I didn't like get to listen to all of Tori's episode um and honestly like my short-term memory is so bad because of work right now so I don't even remember what anything I think I heard like the first two things she said and I don't remember what they were but um I was like I'm gonna google and like see if like anybody's like written like stuff about this before and there's this article on medium.com which speaking of I would like love to like write stuff on medium.com because I've like heard about it and um gosh I don't I highly doubt anybody that listens to this podcast has been here or been around like my content and like consume my content for as long as there's no way there's literally no way so like when I was a senior in high school and like freshman in college I like had a blog and like I posted on it and wrote on it and I love I love like writing like that kind of stuff and I always have but I found that like when I like committed it to my committed myself to it like on a weekly basis like what I was kind of doing it would just I did really love it and enjoy it but I just didn't find myself in a place that it was sustainable for me like in the way that doing YouTube or like a podcast was um just because it took a lot more creativity and inspirational thinking that I didn't feel like I had the energy for when I was in like late high school and in early college and um so yeah anyways I used to have like a blog that I wrote on and this was pre-YouTube days so pretty much when I stopped writing on my blog I that's when I kind of started YouTube because I didn't that was like my transition and the content I was creating but the reason I said all of that is because like medium.com seems like a really cool way to like just write things but it not be like so I don't know. I don't know. I just really like think it's cool because I think my understanding of it is you can just like write 
articles and it's not like you have a very specific blog it's more show more so of like you can publish things in certain like collections and stuff i don't know it just seems really cool um so that was a whole tangent but this article is how to use the power of non-negotiables to set your days for success and i just want to like touch on a few points from this article because i feel like it was so insightful and like this episode you're probably like the abby this sounds like stuff you always talk about like yeah we've heard it we get it but it's like no this is a little bit different because it's not so much of me saying like my routine it's like no this is the stuff i literally will not compromise on like i must do these things every day to like just feel like myself and be myself and this article is by shivindra or misra yeah i was making sure i was reading the author in the right spot because there were like a few names in a spot um and basically it just talks about like why you need non-negotiables in life and um i'm gonna read this little excerpt as we get busier it's easy to get lost in the chaos and lose focus on what's important in life by committing to things that add meaning and give us joy we establish order and routine everyone has their own set of non-negotiables there are things which if you don't do you feel off the whole day for some it's their morning coffee for others it's exercise And then they went on to like state what theirs are. And then it says, that's the power of your non-negotiables. They're not habits or routines. They've become a ritual. Ritual. It's sacred. It's your daily Sabbath. These activities are leisure, not work. They're the pull you hold on to when life is kicking your ass. And uncertain times, they give you the certainty you crave for. And I love that. I love that so much. Those last two sentences... I was just like, yes, when I read that, because that is exactly how I feel about these things that I'm going to be sharing with you. They are like my ground and my rock. Like when I feel like my battery is completely empty and I literally cannot get up and do another day of work. These are the things that get me out of bed in the morning and like keep me going and allow me to be able to continue throughout my day. And it's just so so helpful to have those types of things like to have that certainty and to know that like you have those things and you're gonna do them no matter how rough of a day you will have or already had and then the article goes on to say most people think rituals become boring doing the same thing every day is not for them they want fun and excitement and so they wake up thinking what to do And then goes on to say, it's no surprise that living without a structure is a complete nightmare. The best amongst us know that there's no joy and complete freedom. And if you don't hold on to something, you'll get washed away when the tsunami hits. If you don't stand up for something, you stand up for nothing. And then further on, it just talks about how our non-negotiables are driven by our core values and everything. And like they, that's what guides our, you know, every decisions and how we, react and then i just really liked how it continued on in the article after like describing like the different core values and giving examples it says every activity you make non-negotiable means something to you otherwise you wouldn't do it at all the underlying value propels you to take action every day even though you don't feel like it because when you truly value something no excuse justifies an action that is so freaking good like that is the definition of like non-negotiable to me And I just really think that this is what truly 
just saves me during like these chaotic times of life, whether it's in a really uncertain time, you're going through a lot of change, a lot of transition. Maybe you're, you've been in the same routine for five years and you're just in a rut and you're feeling like you're going through emotions. Like this is the kind of stuff that like keeps me sane throughout (laughs) any of those types of periods of time. And it really is just so important to, you know, really do that self-reflection and ask yourself, you know, what are my core values? Like what do I value and what's something I could do every day that reflects those core values? And it's really important to really, really like do this self-reflection because a lot of times I think our perception of what we think our values are is skewed by what we consume on social media. And we start to think that our values maybe align with someone else's from something we consume on social media just because we're consuming so much content that I think that oftentimes our perception of what we value gets distorted by what we consume because we are consuming so so much on such a frequent basis so like really sitting down with yourself and being like okay do I actually care about you know having a great like mental wellness space for myself every day like is that something that I truly like enjoy doing and tolerate doing or is that not really for me you know like do I truly enjoy I don't know just going on walks every day like stuff like that like you just really have to ask like am I doing this for me or because it's something that I feel like I should be doing because of what I consume and I just really think that this can be life-changing for those of you who may feel like you're in a rut or you're going through the motions or just simply feeling unfulfilled in your day-to-day life which is kind of like where I'm at right now and I don't know I just think it's so important to pack as much into your day and I don't want to say as much because I don't want it to sound like I'm saying you have to have like every single thing possible that provides you joy you don't you have to do it every day that's not what I'm saying like it could literally be one thing that aligns with a core value you have that you do every day and that can be your one non-negotiable you can do as many or as few things as you like and what I found is I have a different tolerance for how much I can do and how like little I can do in different seasons of life. And that's just part of adapting to the many changes that, you know, will come your way when you're going through life. And um, I just think it's been more important to me now more than ever to honor these non-negotiables that bring me joy and peace. And I've been doing a better job at being disciplined and like truly doing these things every day or you know almost every day because some of them aren't necessarily realistic to do every single day um especially just because of like my job and working it's like my time outside of my working hours is you know so precious just like anybody's time is outside of their working hours and I've realized now that like with working I'm like okay I value that time so much so it's like if I value this time so much I need to be doing things that are valuable to me during that time. I don't need to be forcing myself to do things that I see no joy in and no value in because at that point I'm just like wasting my time and not honoring like my own values. And granted, like there's gonna be things that you have to do every now and then that, you know, may not be something you wanna do or be something that you care to do, but like it's just something you kinda have to do. Um, like anytime you have to go to like a doctor's appointment or if you're just like helping someone out with something like that may not be at the end of the day something you want to do but it's just something you kind of have to do as part of life but for the most part I think that this is just my eyes have just truly been so open to this in the last month it's just like this really 
large thing of clarity that I have now and I've just realized it now more than ever and it's really funny because a lot of these things are things that I tried to get myself to do for so long I feel like without second thought or without hesitation I wanted to do a lot of these things like throughout college like I wanted to get in a routine of doing something and I just couldn't get myself to do it but it's because at the time I just didn't really value these things as much because I didn't realize how much peace and joy they brought me while I was in college because now that I just have so much less time I'm realizing how much peace and joy these things bring me because I take the time to do them and the fact that I am committing myself to doing them every single day or almost every single day still despite how busy I am and how few hours I have really shows like this is something I truly value and it's just so funny to me that I like always had the hardest time with being disciplined about some of these things when I was like in college and stuff but it's because I had so much more free time on my hands so it didn't seem as valuable then to do some of these things as it does now because I had so much more free time so I naturally like just didn't feel as pressured to be as intentional with my time as I am now and I posted on my personal Instagram story today I'm recording this on a Saturday and I posted like a little question box and I said um genuinely curious what is something you do every day that makes you happy and then I said it's so hard to be intentional with your time outside of work and not just roll through the motions especially when you're busy but I'm learning that that's when it's most important to find those little pockets of time to do those things that bring you joy and depriving yourself of those moments just makes things worse and I've gotten like a ton of responses and a lot of people are like please share (laughs) so I'm going to but um a lot of people are saying daily walks um stuff with their pets like walking with their dogs listening to podcasts music um running like skincare journaling going on drives enjoying morning coffee um making sure we're getting in a little bit of reading um playing the sims facetiming people um literally so many great responses and i'm like so thankful for everybody that like actually takes time to do this because it's insightful to like learn like okay this this like can could probably make me happy but like I think knowing yourself you're able to like look at these things or listen to some of these things and be like okay yeah that would be helpful for me or good for me or no that wouldn't like someone said that they FaceTime somebody every day I personally couldn't do that because like I feel like my social battery is so low now because of like working from home and being so exhausted at the end of the week that I don't think I could like handle FaceTiming somebody every day like that would be lovely like and I would love to because I'm so far from family and most of my friends so it would be nice but i'm like okay that's not something that i could do every day but like if it works for that person then great um yeah so i asked that today as like kind of inspiration like for kind of thinking of non-negotiables that i may want to incorporate more or less or whatever um into my routine for when i was planning this episode but getting into my things that I do to just boost my mood, um, stay in like a higher energy and just have more energy overall and just things that really put me more at peace and make me happy. Um, these are the things that I try to do every single day. And most of them I already do every single day. I say try to do because there are a few in here that it's just like not realistic to do every single day. So the first one is having a cup of coffee and breakfast. I won't compromise on this. Um, I won't. I simply won't. I am the type of person that has to have breakfast in the morning. Um, I feel like I'm going to pass out if I don't have it when I wake up. 
it can be like 30 minutes to an hour after I wake up. It doesn't have to be right away, but I definitely need to have some kind of breakfast. And I know it's good for your body and like your metabolism to eat in the morning. So I do it one because I know it's good for me and two, it's just like honestly my favorite like meal of the day. So I really look forward to it and having a cup of coffee. I can't compromise on that either. Like I love my coffee. I don't, I do drink it for the effect to like help wake me up, but I'm also somebody that just genuinely loves and appreciates the taste of coffee. So it's something that helps me get out of bed in the morning when I like am laying in bed and it's really hard for me to get up. I'm really comfortable. And then I'm like, Ooh, the sooner I get up, I can like, the sooner I can have my cup of coffee. And that kind of helps me get up and get my day going. Um, and that one's just really, really simple. And like, that's what I kind of wanted to emphasize is like, we think on our heads sometimes kind of like how last week when I mentioned how we have to let things be easy. A lot of times I think when we think of our routines and we think of non-negotiables, we make them bigger and scarier in our head than they actually are. And that keeps us from wanting to try them or do new things or just give things a shot at all. But we have to kind of just like remember that sometimes it's literally the smallest things that can be our non-negotiables that like we don't compromise on. And the second thing is having like a block of time between waking up and starting work and having a block of time between finishing work and going to bed. This one is huge and it's really, really difficult, especially now during busy season, because it's hard not to just like get up in the morning and like try and sleep as late as I possibly can. Um, and then just kind of roll out of bed and like hop on the work. It's really hard not to do that, especially if I had the work really late the night before or if I just like was up late for whatever reason. And it's also really hard at the end of a long day if you've been you know, working all day or you've just had a long day or a hard day and you just want to go straight to bed. Sometimes, yes, that's what I want to do, but I always make sure I give myself a transition period. And that transition period is truly life-changing um, because I think that giving yourself a little bit of time to allow your mind and your body to like wake up in the morning when you get out of bed and then start your work like it helps you be more efficient when you do like actually start working and you're giving yourself that time to sort of just like allow yourself to wake up naturally and the same thing with going to bed you're allowing yourself to wind down naturally instead of going from like this high strong high like stress situation to then immediately trying to fall asleep. You're trying to like take yourself from one high like to one low. And it's just trying to do that in a matter of minutes. I just don't think is realistic, especially for someone like me. Like my brain kind of needs time to transition from being asleep to being awake and then from being awake to being asleep. So it's important for me to incorporate little things that help me have that transition period. And a lot of times like that transition period in the morning just looks like, you know, getting ready for the day by like making my bed, um, filling up my water, uh, doing my skincare, taking my dog on a walk. Like those little things are all part of my morning transition. And then my evening transition oftentimes is like tidying up, uh, cleaning up after dinner, um, filling up my like humidifier water tank thing and, you know, like brushing my teeth, taking a shower, like all those types of things are so important for me to do instead of just like rolling out of bed last possible minute and rolling straight into bed after work and the next thing is using natural lighting over overhead lighting which i know this might be weird you're like how is that like a non-negotiable does that how does that reflect a core value i get it i hear you it doesn't necessarily reflect a core value 
but it's more so of something that I find affects my mood and I find that like when I don't open up my blinds I just feel a lot more like claustrophobic in a sense and I feel like closed in I don't feel as like refreshed or awake so you know opening up my blinds in the morning in my bedroom and then in the living room so important and I like to try and just you know have just the natural light if possible because like the artificial overhead lighting I just feel like makes me feel a lot differently than just like natural lighting does and it's so weird and so random but like seriously it does make a big difference um and I just really prioritize making sure I like let natural light in even if it's a cloudy rainy day like no my my blinds are still gonna be open and I like to leave them open all day long I don't like close them at any point during the day they'll even be open for some time at night until it's like I'm, I'm actually like spending time in like my room with the light on or something and I just try to minimize the minimize minimize what <laughs> I try to minimize the amount of like artificial lighting I use um because I and I think a lot of that has to do with the amount of time I spend on screens too I just like appreciate natural light so much more and the next thing is getting outside this oh my gosh I could talk about this for days I have always heard you know vitamin d so important for your health for your mental health Um, when you're sick so important to have vitamin d and then like people talking about like living in places where it rains a lot like you know you hear with like seattle how it like rains a lot um honestly in tuscaloosa in this spring there's always a period of time where you go like three weeks and you don't see the sun um and it's seriously i notice it now more than ever with working because i'm just like inside at a computer all day whereas when i was in college I was getting outside a lot more and I mean like I've always been getting outside because I have a dog so like obviously like I take her on walks and stuff and that like is I have to go outside because of that but like in college I felt like I was outside for longer periods of time more frequently every day whereas now it's like I go outside just to walk my dog and other than that like I'm pretty much stuck inside all the time and I have realized that on the days you know where the sun is out especially I'm taking my dog on a walk like on my lunch break and I feel the sun like on my skin I am just like I feel like a new woman like a new person it is such a refreshing feeling and I truly do think it just sort of does something with your like hormones or something to where you just feel naturally a little bit more elevated and like happy and positive like I always just feel a lot better after I go on like an afternoon walk than I did before I go on the walk and I think that getting outside is just so important and especially like if you don't have a pet and like you are truly just like you don't really have a reason to go outside one day like still force yourself to go outside um because I truly do think it just makes a world of a difference in your overall mood and your energy and it's it's just like a good refreshing space and like the whole concept of grounding I like totally like believe in all of that and like how beneficial that can be and I've just grown to realize I'm like not the city girl I want to be in my head like 18 year old me like wanted so badly to like move to New York City and work on Wall Street and now I'm just like I couldn't think of something more miserable (laughs) I'm like I can't believe I wanted that for myself at some point but it's like I didn't know at the time like now I live in a big city I live in Houston and 
it's a very large city and I'm like learning and like realizing and getting a feel for what like city life is like and I like it for this time period of my life but I'm like deep down at heart like I feel so much more at peace and just like calm and like better in I don't know just like a different kind of area which is like hard for me to accept because for literally since I was like 15 I've thought that like I belonged in a big city and I still like think that a part of me like does prefer big cities over just you know like being at a beach or like being somewhere that's more like maybe more nature focused but now that I've like experienced this and then I've also experienced like living by a beach like at home I'm just like I think I do prefer like a more beach situation just because of like the pace of life and the nature and just like the sounds of nature like instead of the constant like sounds of like people and like uh construction and like the look of concrete and stuff like that I don't know I just have like a newfound appreciation for the beach and like nature and like that kind of thing and I have noticed that and I've like come to that sort of revelation when I've been spending time outside or like when I've been walking my dog because I'm like I love being outside right now but I would love it even more if I was in that type of space versus being in a city um so I don't know but like part of me is like eh, do I feel that way because it's just like a grass is green on the other side situation you know like I don't really know for sure but I've really had that feeling tugging at my heart like for the past like two months of just like I feel so out of place I feel like a misfit I feel just weird and I don't know how to describe it but it is a really weird feeling because it's like when you know you think your whole life that you wanted something for yourself and then you experience it and you're just like uh is this really like what I wanted for me like am I sure um and I think it's normal because that's like you think you know what you want and then like you experience it and that's like the whole point of life you know like you try things out and you see what they're like and then you realize what you do and you don't like and you realize that oh maybe that's not what I want for myself so you adapt and you change and you change course and that's fine but all of that being said getting outside is so so important to me and this next one is a little bit vague but I want you guys to try it out this week like this is my challenge for you this week um if you don't have like any non-negotiables set up for yourself I challenge you to at least try this one having something to look forward to at the end of every day and you're probably like okay that's really vague like what do you mean something that like you wake up in the morning and you're like oh I get to do this today and it just sort of like pings a little feeling of excitement inside of you or just maybe not even excitement but just like I don't know it just makes you feel good that you know that you have that waiting for you at the end of the day it could be going to your favorite restaurant it could be taking a bath it could be planning out a night of reading in bed it could be going to your favorite exercise class could be laying in bed facetiming somebody you love um literally anything just something to look forward to have something waiting for you at the end of every day i find that i have such better days in terms of like at the end of the day when I think back on my day and I'm like thinking of like where I'm at mentally and emotionally my best days are the days that like I go to spend class and I think it's because I get such a big endorphin push and like kick from spend classes because they're just like more high intensity 
And like, I still get endorphins flowing, like when I do, you know, other workouts and everything, but it is a noticeable difference in like the level of endorphins after like a spin class versus like doing anything else. And it's not necessarily sustainable. Like I wouldn't want to do a spin class every single day, if that makes sense. So I sort of balance it out by doing other workouts that I know will still give me endorphins that I know I'll look forward to, whether that's in the morning or at the end of the day. But having that at the end of the day to look forward to, I get so excited because I know it's set time that I've set aside for myself to step away from my computer and not work. And I can come back to work if I need to, but it's like, no, like I am committing like this 45 minutes to myself to like go do the spend class and like, I'm going to be in there. I'm not going to have my phone. I, nobody can contact me from work during those 45 minutes. I'm like, I am solely there for me. And I look forward to that so, so much. And I just look forward to the endorphin high like I get afterwards. So that's been something huge for me to look forward to at the end of the day. But then on the days that I don't do spin classes, you're probably like, okay, well, what about the other days, Abby? I really love like just having the 30 minutes before bed to look forward to, like having my hatch alarm clock, like have my um, wind down setting turned on, which basically just has like the sound of like ocean waves playing with a red light in my room and reading my Kindle or literally just laying there in bed that time is so special to me and having that to look forward to at the end of the day does that provide as many endorphins as going to a spin class does no but i still look forward to it because it's me you know being intentional with that time and like it's something i can look forward to at the end of the day it's like okay i'm gonna have that period of rest later at the end of the day like it's coming the work i'm doing right now and the stress that i'm feeling right now it is temporary it will be over soon and i have something to look forward to i think that we get really overwhelmed and we start to like stress over things a little too much when we don't have something to look forward to at the end of the day because it forces us into this mindset of feeling like our stress is eternal and that our hard day is eternal and that it won't have an end but if you can remind yourself of something that's coming for you at the end of the day or in something that's there going to be there waiting for you it is literally a reality check that like forces you to remember like oh this bad day is only going to last this much longer like i do have something waiting for me like this bad day will come to an end or maybe you're having a good day and it's like i'm having a good day but it's going to get even better because i have this waiting for me at the end of the day does that make sense like that has been huge for me with working because it's like i almost just have to have something at the end of a day to be like my safety net to always be there for me and like be that ground for me to look forward to no matter how bad of a day I had because I have to be able to remind myself that like every bad day comes to an end (laughs) when I'm working because it's just like I may be really stressed right now but at least I can remember that like you know it'll be over soon and I have this to look forward to so yeah sometimes it's literally just reading and laying in bed sometimes it'll be like a meal that I really love to cook and I'm looking forward to putting in my airpods and watching like one of my favorite content creators on youtube or listening to like a podcast and just doing something like that um is also something to look forward to at the end of the day it doesn't have to be something that costs money or requires a lot of extra effort it can be as simple or as complex as you want it to be um you just have to decide for yourself like what are my core values and like what could I do that would you know make me happy to look forward to at the end of every day and everything like that so that's been really really game a big game changer for me and the next thing is tidying up before bed I always do this and it's not like cleaning my apartment by any means like I don't even want to call it cleaning but something I always do is always run the dishwasher overnight you know like 
Um, I always have my boyfriend, like, he unloads the dishes before dinner so that while I'm cooking dinner, I can load dishes as I cook dinner. And then after dinner, we can put our dishes in the dishwasher and then run it overnight. So, like, that's part of that tidying up. And then I also like to just, like, tidy up our throw pillows on our couch so that when I come out, um, and not even necessarily fold the blankets, but maybe just, like, drape them over the couch so that it doesn't look like it was you know, a hurricane went through it or whatever. Cause like literally for some reason, like having your throw pillows all over the place, makes your place look more messy. And then it's like, you take five seconds to put them where they go. And you're like, wow, everything looks so much more clean. <laughs> it's just weird. And I don't mind like my space looking lived in like at all. It's more so of just like doing that little bit of tidying up. So then I wake up in the morning, I feel refreshed and I'm kind of like walking into a more tidy space instead of walking into chaos that I left from the day before because then it's just a reminder of the day before and it's like I don't want any trace of the day prior to be right there in my face in the morning if that makes sense like I don't want my desk to have you know a coffee cup from the day before I like always try to just really focus on the kitchen and like you know do a quick wipe down of the counters I don't even do that necessarily every day, but I'd say most, if I cook dinner, then I generally do that after I cook, but mainly just like running the dishwasher and then having and making sure that like, um, the pillows are kind of straightened up and then my desk is taken care of. And those are like the main three things that I like try to always tidy up. And it just makes a big difference in my mood when I get up in the morning. And the next thing is consuming content while I'm doing my daily chores. I talked about this before, but like really romanticizing the small things like your daily chores, like doing laundry, cooking, cleaning, doing the dishes. All of those are things that are really like mindless tasks that you just kind of have to do as part of life, but you can make them even better by and elevate them by like consuming content that you love during that time. And some days I don't feel like consuming anything, so I won't and I'll respect that. But instead of like, letting consuming content fill my little bit of free time I have I try to consume my content during the times I'm doing those mindless chores such as loading the dishes or cooking dinner because it's kind of like oh I'm getting to make one I'm making this chore more enjoyable and two I'm not taking up my free time that I don't have a lot of by watching this content now while I'm doing a chore instead of like literally eating my free time by watching YouTube videos like I remember in college like I would do that a lot um in early college like I would just spend you know like two hours probably or three hours even like I would say a week of just like watching YouTube videos and like laying in bed and now it's like I almost have to always be doing something else or I can't enjoy like watching a YouTube video like I don't like just sitting there and laying and watching it I really like to do it. And that's just my personal preference. That's not because I don't like to like lay down and rest. Like, no, I do. But a lot of times when I'm laying down, I just don't really want to be like on a screen or on my phone. So if I am wanting to consume someone's content, I just try to do it while I'm doing those little chores. And that's just something that like makes me happy. And it makes me look forward to doing those tasks, which is so crazy to say, because like, I don't like folding laundry and cooking can really be annoying sometimes. But if I can like make that more enjoyable by consuming content, by all means I will. And then I'm kind of like tricking myself into wanting to do those things because I know that I get to consume the content and I'm like, oh, I get to like watch this video while I cook dinner later. I'm excited to cook dinner. Whereas if I wasn't going to be consuming anything, I would probably be dreading it and I might would end up just getting takeout instead, which is totally fine. But it sort of does trick your mind into wanting to do the things that you may not have wanted to do by 
adding something to it to make it a little bit more enjoyable and um the next thing is some sort of movement and like chasing endorphins like i talked about i'm not going to talk about this for long just because i know i already mentioned it in the episode but i this week was my first week i did like four days which actually technically because i'm planning on doing yoga tomorrow morning so as long as i do that i'm gonna have five days of like active movement this week and i'm so proud of myself because i wasn't even like initially i wasn't like oh i want to work out like this many times this week i realized the other day though that i was like oh my gosh like i'm gonna do like some potties at like our apartment gym and that's gonna be like my fourth time like moving my body this week i'm so proud of myself and then i was like oh my gosh let's just do it a fifth time like and let me do yoga sunday morning and i'm like just genuinely loving everything i'm doing right now and i've never i have not felt this way you guys in so long because i've always i didn't realize it but for a long period of time i truly was working out like i think for the wrong reasons subconsciously like i was telling myself i was doing it for the right reasons but subconsciously i was definitely looking at it as more of like i need to like make sure my body like stays looking a certain way or does look a certain way or I'm trying to like chase my body to like look a certain way and like now it's like no I'm doing things because I love the way I feel after I do them and I just want I just I've never just felt so like just content with my health and wellness and I'm just so so grateful for that and it sort of all accidentally happened and honestly like literally working full-time is what kind of made me fall into this because I just have a totally different perspective on it now because it truly is like what saves my mental health and <laughs> throughout work. Um, and I don't know, I just, some sort of movement. It doesn't, I don't do this every day, but I do know that on the days I do it, I am much more happy. But it's like I kind of count even like taking Ella on walks like as a daily movement. I don't count that as necessarily like a workout per se, but it is movement. So when I'm saying like, any sort of um movement it can literally be something very small and simple but i just think like getting yourself up to just at least like walk around for 15 minutes doing that every single day can make a world of a difference in how you feel and for me that is truly a non-negotiable um but taking it even a step further like i would love to you know at least do like 20 30 minutes of some type of light movement every single day whether that 20 minutes is a walk or it's stretching or yoga um i don't know i just think it does make a big difference in my mental health especially now more than ever the next thing is not thinking of to-do lists is things that need to be done immediately especially on weekends this is something i've been struggling with a lot more since i started working full-time it's like i'll make a to-do list for the week i'll make a to-do list for the weekend And I overwhelm myself because I'm like, okay, I have this list in front of me. And since I have this list created and I have this list in front of me, that means I need to do every single one of these things like right away. ASAP, it needs to be done like right now. And that's not the case. That's just kind of how I accidentally end up viewing things. And like to-do lists don't need to be thought of that way. You know, like they're there for you to figure out like what needs to be done right now, what can be done later, and just sort of a place for you to like track like when you need to get things done and what you need to get done and something for me that I'm trying to like be better about is you know not thinking of those to-do lists as things that have to be done right away or else I'm a failure or I failed or the things can't be done at all and that's like a little bit of a weird non-negotiable because it's just like how 
how is that reflective of core values? And it's more so reflective of, you know, being realistic with myself. And that's just like something that I'm really like trying to work on is just being a lot more honest with myself and realistic with the expectations of myself and like the standards I set and not thinking that just because I have a to-do list for the weekend means that I have to do every single one of those things or my weekend has been a failure. Um, And that's just that. And the next thing is gua sha. Um, I absolutely love it. I didn't, I think I mentioned before in a podcast episode somewhat recently that I finally like am actually doing it every single day and I have been for about a month now. And I, I I don't know. I just kind of like, I had always wanted to like be consistent with it. And then like finally one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this every single day and I'm going to stick to it. And now I like, I'm so excited to do that in the morning because it's just like time with myself, doing my skincare. It kind of helps me wake up. I just feel like it gets the blood flowing in my face and just makes me feel a little bit more awake. So I kind of crave that feeling in the morning. Um, and then preferably ice rolling as well. I have my skinny confidential ice roller and I love that thing so much. Um, and preferably I would like ice roll my face and then do the gua sha, but a lot of times it ends up just being the gua sha because I always forget about my ice roller because it's in the freezer in the kitchen and it's not in my bathroom. <laughs> so I do forget about it sometimes and I don't like to do it after I've already put my skincare on, of course. So, um, I want to be better about like doing both of them, but gua sha on my face is absolutely a non-negotiable in my routine now just because it is so relaxing and it's sort of just giving myself a nice little spa treatment to start the day and kick off the day and I just look forward to doing that in the morning and the next thing is just like random and this isn't necessarily like reflective of a core value but it's more so just like something that like boosts my mood and that's having a fun drink in the afternoons to look forward to whether that's a kombucha a topo chico or like an olipop probiotic drink or um a lemon water a smoothie love making some sort of like fancy drink and literally like you can make fancy be anything at once like it could just be your water in a different glass than usual or something like that but um truly I look forward to it every afternoon and I like always try to have one of those things because it just I don't know it just carries me through my afternoon it's like those sluggish hours at the end of the day and you're just like oh I don't really know how I'm going to get through the afternoon and then it's like you have a fun drink and you're like hey my mood's a little bit boosted now and then the next thing is honoring my emotions so crying if I feel like crying recognizing when I'm feeling happy so that I can you know realize like hey like I feel good right now and I'm in a good mood like what have I done that's like helps me like feel this way and like get to this point and then remembering that for when I'm feeling down in the future like hey remember that one time like when I really took note of like how I was feeling and I felt really good like what could I do right now that I did in that moment back then to like get me to feel that way again um sort of just like a muscle memory with your emotions in a way and just trying to shift my mindset from negative from like a naturally negative mindset to a positive one when I become aware that I'm sort of self-sabotaging my mood and well-being um, which I tend to do that a lot. Um, I feel like I've noticed that I do this a lot with working full time now and I like self-sabotage like my just entire like mindset and my mood. Um, you know, like if something just bad happens or just I'm stressed out, I will let my negative emotions like have a lot of control over me and giving them more power than 
they deserve over my happiness and like giving so much more weight to those negative emotions to where they really like completely pull me down instead of just letting them be what they are and that's something I'm like still working on I'm calling it a non-negotiable because I'm better with some parts of it than I am with others like I'm now at a point where it's like if I feel like crying I just let myself cry because I feel a trillion times better after I cry than if I were to like hold it in and not let myself Um, But I'm really more so working on the whole not letting my, not giving more power to my negative emotions than they actually hold and trying to like, when I feel those negative emotions coming on and when I'm feeling those negative emotions just stir up in me and I just like don't feel good overall, really trying to shift my perspective and like, you know, ask myself, why am I feeling this way? get to the root of the problem and then just sort of try to shift my perspective into more of a positive one so I don't self-sabotage like my entire mental and emotional well-being of a day from giving a negative thought more power than it deserved and the things I want to add in um this one is more of a habit um but it is an important non-negotiable that more so reflects my core value of getting good rest and that is charging my phone across the room I charge it right next to my bed and I really, I think this week I'm going to start doing it across the room so it forces me to get up in the morning like when my alarm goes off, which I'm I'm usually pretty good about doing that. I'd say like five days out of the seven days of the week I get up when my alarm goes off and then the other two days a week I usually might like snooze it or give myself a little extra time, but I really want to be better about doing that because I think it'll keep me off my phone like at night. And I think it'll just be a lot better for getting myself up and out of bed and like not having to worry about like rolling over and just like checking my phone um, habitually in the morning, which I don't do that all the time, but some mornings I will like roll over and I'll see like an email that I'm like, oh, I should look at that. Or I'll see a text where I'm like, oh, I should look at that. And then that forces me to like get on my phone first thing. And I don't like that being the first thing I do in the mornings. Um, And the next thing is having water before coffee. That's like something I really want to be better about just to stay hydrated and like be better overall for my health because I find that if I don't drink water before I have coffee then I just drink a lot less water throughout the day in general and I just feel a lot better overall like I don't my head doesn't really hurt as much and I just feel overall like healthier and um the feeling of just being hydrated just I truly feel a difference versus when I feel dehydrated so I want to be better about doing that And the next thing is journaling, but finding a way for it to work for me instead of feeling pressured to like add it in my routine and do it a certain way because of social media. Because I see people talk about journaling all the time and I've tried to get into it multiple times and I have gotten into it multiple times, but I've always struggled with being consistent with it. And I think it's just because I, one, I'm not fully honest with myself when I'm journaling and two, I just don't do it in an optimal way because what I normally do I have my journals like sitting at my desk and I typically like will do them if I remember before I start working but that's like most of the time like now that doesn't really happen because it's like I sit at my desk and I open up my laptop and then I'm like I see my journal I'm like oh I forgot to do that this morning and then I don't do anything about it um so I want to find a way to make it work for me and the reason you may be like why are you like trying to figure out a way to make it work if you know that like it's not really working for you if like you said earlier don't force yourself to do it if it's not something that's reflective of your core values and something that'll make you happy well that's the thing I was consistent with it for like three months when I was in grad school and I noticed a huge shift in my 
overall just like mindset um, and my perspective day to day. I was naturally a lot more of a positive thinker. I had a lot more natural gratitude and I like found myself being a lot more grateful like periodically throughout the day. I was more self-aware but in a good way because I think sometimes I get so self-aware to where it's like sabotage in a way somehow (laughs) but um I just felt more in control of my emotions instead of my emotions having control over me so I do know that it does benefit me and that it has so many good aspects of it that just make me feel better and um I don't I think smaller things that get me worked up like I don't get as worked up over small things anymore when I'm journaling either and I just need to figure out a way to make it work and my friend Savannah sent me a TikTok um one time this past week and this girl like had said that she puts her journal behind her pillow um so that like behind one of her throw pillows and in between her throw pillow and her regular pillow so that when she's like unmaking her bed at the end of the day she sees it and she remembers to do it and I was like that's so good for building the habit of doing it and like that's something I need to start doing but I have to figure out like do I want to use my five minute journal um every day or just like for a portion of the day and ideally I would like to do it in the morning instead of at night so that I don't think the pillow thing would work for me because I notice the benefit of it best when I do it in the morning because if I do it at night then I'm just like going to sleep and I guess maybe it would help me sleep better I don't really know but I think I would benefit more from it mentally and emotionally during the day if I did it in the morning so just figuring out like do I need to like get prompts together that I'm going to follow every day or do I need to just journal once a week and not just be like a weekly thing instead of daily do I want to use my five minute journal like what do I want to do and just kind of figure that out and the next thing that I would like to add into my non-negotiables is a quick meditation and my hatch alarm clock um you can like buy like this annual subscription to like get extra like alarm sounds and like extra features and I didn't realize it but they have like guided stretches and meditations and like guided like wind down routines like for the end of the day and then they have some for the morning as well and I was like oh my gosh that would be so good for me if I could like do that um so I want to use those but it's like I don't want that to be my alarm because like I tried it like the other week and it was weird because it was like a voice like saying like hello like welcome to this guided like whatever but that was like the alarm like that was what I heard when I woke up and it's like okay I don't want to like jump straight into it like I need five seconds to just like open my eyes and like breathe for a second and then I want it so I wish I could set like a time delay for it to start after like a different sound and maybe I can I don't know I'll look into that but even if I just like use my alarm and then I you know open up my hatch and then just start playing it like it doesn't have to be set on a timer I guess but um maybe I can set multiple alarms and that's how you would do that but I have meditated a few times not many but once again it's the same thing as journaling it's just something I haven't committed myself to yet because I'm just still trying to figure it out and like because there's so many different ways to go about it you know like you can use an app you can literally just sit and try and just be still and think and be with your mind or you know there's so many different things and ways you can go about it you can do it for a little bit of time you can do it for a long time I really just want to aim for five minutes because I mean I just don't think I have time like for a ton but I think even five minutes is better than nothing at this point and the few times I've done it I've just felt a lot more clarity throughout my day and I haven't felt as you know fuzzy in the head I felt like my memory's been more clear and that's something I'm struggling with a lot right now like my short-term memory is really really bad um and that just like makes things rough so I definitely would like to incorporate that more into my routine And the next thing is 
not letting myself mindlessly scroll in my free time on social media it just doesn't add value to my life like sometimes i do crave just like getting on tiktok and like seeing my for you page and like having a mindless scrolling session but i don't want it to be something that's a routine if you know what i mean like where i'm doing it every single day before bed or i'm doing it every single day as soon as i get off work or doing it during a lunch break or something like that like i don't really get any value out of it so i don't want to continue that bad habit but like i'm not saying i can't get on social media at all i'm just saying i don't want to i want to be more conscious of like when i'm like literally just mindlessly scrolling for like 30 plus minutes um and because it's like okay that time i could be doing something else like resting or going on a walk or something that actually adds value in my life and like not every single thing you do in every minute of your day is going to add value and that's not what i'm trying to say your life has to be like i'm just saying like when you are feeling deprived of you know certain emotions like positive emotions it's so important to you know cling to these foundational things that do add value to your life because they're going to you know be your rock during those times where you just aren't feeling the best um and a lot of times when i'm getting on tiktok or instagram i'm getting you know it's it's stirring up other feelings that aren't good feelings to be feeling like it's stirring up jealousy because i don't have the lifestyle somebody else has and that's a problem with me and not them but that's something I have to fix with myself before I can go on social media and do those types of things. So if that's not adding value, then like, I don't want to keep doing that because it's going to keep making me put, putting myself in a position that compare myself to other people when I know that I'm not in a healthy enough mindset and headspace to do that without falling into that habit of comparing myself. And like, once I can get to a place again where I'm not doing that, then great. Maybe I can like mindlessly scroll a little bit more than I do now. But like for the time being, I don't want to set myself up in a position where I'm you know, mindlessly scrolling on social media when I know that it's detrimental to my mental health right now. Like, I don't need to do it. Um, and then last but not least is being conscious of my anxious overthinking. So this has also gotten, there's just like so many, I don't know, it's really weird because since I started working full time, there are like these like old habits, like literally from like high school and like early college, like comparison and, you know, anxious overthinking things that like I have not really struggled with in like a long time and I thought I had like completely like fixed and healed from but that's just like funny because I think it's life's way of saying you know you're it's always going to be you know hills and valleys you're not always going to be you know free of something that you once struggled with like you're gonna slip back into those struggles sometimes and that's just part of life but um ever since working full-time I've like fell back into a lot of those like old like just mental kind of struggles I used to have and um really just working myself up over little things you know being able to ask myself if I have a reason for the overthinking and what I'm overthinking or if I'm creating this scenario in my head like just because of stress and out of stress um and that's huge I mean that's like a something that makes, makes a big difference in my overall mental health is when I'm able to recognize that and I think like a month ago I wasn't recognizing it and then like over the past couple weeks I've recognized like why are you working yourself up over you know somebody's response to you at work or that interaction you had with you know an acquaintance or a friend like I, like literally it'll be something so small and like I obsess over it and think about it and I'm like oh my gosh like I hope they didn't think like 
blah 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 about me when I or I waved goodbye to them weird I don't know like just dumb stuff like that like one time I remember like when I was at spin like I think was it this past week or was it two weeks ago I don't know I was leaving spin and I felt I was like overthinking because I was like oh gosh I feel like the way I just like waved or like said bye to somebody or something was just like sort of rude or it seemed like standoffish but I was like no you were exhausted like you just finished class like it was fine like you acknowledged them like you said bye like that's better than not doing anything I'm like why am I sitting here overthinking and stressing myself out like over what someone may have perceived me as when like I'm creating that perception in my head for that person like they didn't tell me it was weird like there's no reason for me to think that um if they themselves weren't like hey that was like weird or you were mean or whatever um but I was sitting there trying to convince myself that the way I said goodbye like was off-putting when like it literally was probably fine and I was just overthinking the scenario because that's just what I do um and what I do best (laughs) but I'm trying to be better about doing that and that's something that I would like to have as a non-negotiable is you know hey anytime I find myself you know overthinking about things like that let's get to the root of it let's ask is there a reason for me to be thinking this way like do I have a reason to be thinking that that person feels this way or said this or thought this if yes then like okay let's move forward and address that and if no then stop thinking about it like literally just stop and then I can stop because that's like kind of what I was in a good habit with doing that when I feel like when I was um younger like throughout college when I would overthink things and now I'm just like why am I falling back into this but um those are like the things that I would like to add in and a lot of these are like very like specifically mental and emotional things and other things are actually truly like habits that you actually live out in life but that's the thing that's what I was trying to get get at earlier is like it's not as complex as it may seem on the surface and it may sound um, and it truly can be like the smallest things that make the biggest difference. So hopefully these helped you and, you know, inspired you to figure out what do you value in your life? Do you value, you know, emotional wellness, physical wellness, um, quality time? Um, you know, I don't know, whatever you may value, like think of those things and then think of the things you could do in your daily life that honor those core values. And it could be one thing, it could be 12 things however little or however many as you want and just try to figure those out for yourself because it can truly be your rock and your stability and your consistency that you crave in those times of just ruts in times of loneliness in times of change and transition even and even when times are going good it's still good to know that like you have something there for you when things are going good um to make your days even better so i hope this episode was helpful for you all and definitely like drew a lot of inspiration from this from manifestatory d simone and that medium article that i read so i'll be sure to link that in the um show notes if you wanted to read that article or whatever so definitely be sure to check that out too and thank you so much for listening i hope you all have a great week when you're listening to this and follow and bloom podcast on instagram and join the and bloom podcast facebook group and i will talk to you all next week